Hello, everyone, and welcome on into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in to episode 40. 40, 40. Yes, you know, yo, seriously, this is a grown-ass age. Like, we grown-ass women, we grown and sexy, and it's time to just stop playing. It's like, we never gonna stop playing. <laughs> Let's be real. I was gonna say, player, player. <laughs> so, how was your weekend? Um, this weekend... My weekend was cool. Um, oh, oh, this weekend I um, got into a, a tiff. Yeah, last week um, I got into an internet beef, and this weekend you got into one. I did, but it was well deserved. First, it really was. First of all, you listen. Everybody want to pretend like beefs, like oh my god, like you're too mature for that. You're too smart for that. No, sometimes bitches need to shut the fuck up. They need to know. And I really, like, because I saw a quote today that something that was like, people don't hear you till you get out of character. And I'm like, I really had to get out of character because, first of all, I came to this person, like, because I was shocked because I see them as, like, being a nice person, like, you know, and I was shocked. They had said some ugly, ugly things about trans men. And, like, you know, sometimes people say stuff and, like, I ignore it because I'm like, it's no use to educating. But this was just so hateful. And they tagged, like, hashtag... You know, transgender. So it's like if you're People a trans person trying to look for some maybe yeah. some solidarity or some support or just yeah. some representation, what you gonna do is stumble upon hate. Which I'm sure she's not the only person doing it, but still, yeah. it's like why do people do stuff like this? Yeah, exactly. So I had said something, and then she got like all like called me sweetie, this that, and the third, blah blah blah. And then I said something back after that, and. Then she goes and screenshots are like, you know, back and forth and puts it on Facebook. Right. And everybody that knows me knows that I don't do Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm not on Facebook. I only have my Facebook like up right now is because to use Spotify. So I don't <laughs> like use Facebook. I'm not active on it. And um, somebody actually that is friends with her on Facebook yeah. messaged me. They don't even te- know you. That doesn't even know me. They, um, you know, inboxed me and told me. So I was like, oh, for real? So then I was like, Iman, you her friend on Facebook? Iman I sure like, am. Yep. So then Iman said something to her. And then that's when I got real Westfully. I fucking, like. Turned the location I on. turned my location on. I told her where to meet me. I was so ready to beat her the fuck up. And she was just... Because if you want to go put somebody... Like, one note I didn't like... So the conversation was about uh, a trans man being the face of a period campaign. Mm-hmm. And her whole point was, men don't get periods. <laughs> How you a man? And I'm like, well, okay, you are somebody who definitely didn't open this article up. Yeah. Because the article was not about, you know, an argument. Rather, men get... Like, because, yeah, cis men do not get periods and some cis women don't even get periods but um, hello like me. yeah and um but the article was about like trans men and how like that plays out into their you know identity and i actually went and found this article and read it because i had to know what it said to get her so excited and i'm like you didn't read this you just saw a trans man and you got excited and she was on facebook like uh this idiot wants to argue human anatomy with me. Like, I'm just saying something simple, and look, she unfollowed me. <laughs> she said, see the whole conversation on Instagram. Like, she tried to tease her Instagram, and she got three likes. I'm, like, on the Facebook post. Like, who are you talking to? 
And you're also, to like, yourself. nobody gives a shit. The fact that she tracks, like, who unfollows her and something, like, that's, like, funny. Especially that instantly. Like, it's like, soon yeah, as you unfollow instantly. her, she, like, says something smart. And I didn't unfollow her. I didn't unfriend her because I'm watching you. And I want to see if you fucking say something else smart. Because, like, the only reason why I took it easy on this girl is because she's one of my close friends, little cousins. Because if, if it wasn't one of my close friends, little cousins, I probably would have called out her name, all that stuff. But I'm, like, I'm really trying, to, I mean, to save you here without... But while still checking you and you yeah. keep running your fucking mouth. Yeah, because I really was ready to beat her the fuck up, like, on some real shit. Yeah, so we just got into a little beef. And the worst part about this girl is apparently her um, major is, like, cr- criminology or criminal justice and her minor is psychology. Yet and still, she's talking, like, trans people are just the scum of the earth are stupid. Everybody's an idiot. Yeah. Everybody's an idiot. Like, she swears she's the only one who has uh, understands anatomy and obsessed with periods. She's like, I've been having my period my whole life, and here this fake man comes about, and I'm like... And then she put, like, hashtag real girl. I'm like, why are you so angry? And she was like, hashtag morning post. So you woke up in the morning with this, <laughs> like, energy? Like, wow, go back with to the, fucking sleep. Heavy-ass heart waking up. Like, yeah. you know, I wake up and be like, you know what? Some fruity pebbles will fucking hit right now. Like, I don't be like, you know who I hate? Trans men. That is fucking sick. And then, like you said, and then you go along somebody's Facebook profile and they got these hard, smiling-ass selfies and then they got the hateful-ass posts. It's like, you are sick. She is, and like, I I was like... Go get some help for your little period obsession. Like, why are you so obsessed with the pain that comes with womanhood? Like, I mean, yes, it needs to be talked about, which is why periods have campaigns. But, like, you're supposed to delete somebody's whole experience just because they're not in the body that you are used to getting periods. Like, it still don't change the fact that this person identifies as a man and still gets periods. So they just can't talk about it because it irritates you. Yeah, and, like... Their their periods are painful, too. Exactly. And it's, like, also, like, why do you care? Like, why do you... It's so many things. Like I said on Twitter, it's so many things that I ignore. Like, the fact that a lot of you bitches do not wear, you know, the right new lipstick. Right. For your lips. Like, you're out here looking the fuck ashy. And she's, like, one of those people. Exactly. And I'm, like... She I, don't wear lip liner at all. Yeah. And I, like, I ignore that shit. And it's, like, why can't you just ignore something? Like, you know, even though you that's also equally as bad. But I'd rather for people not to say shit than, like, to... to Openly. To just be yeah, and the thing is, and... she tried to get an audience. She tried to get her followers and stuff to gang up on me, but it backfired. Exactly. And you know, my friends and followers and you know people that support me came through and was like, you know, boom, She's boom, nuts. clap. Yeah. And then on, like, Facebook, she was like, she's trying to bully me. I said, girl, shut up. Ain't nobody trying to bully you. Nobody. Be quiet. How you talking about... She's um, sick. She's sick. And I've just... I've understood that now. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm not really... Bully? uh, You ain't see bully. Like, I... I would say, because we could have kept it going. We could drop your name right here, right now. Exactly. Because I... it could play for eternity. For as long as this is on SoundCloud, people who can be listening (laughs) to this shit two years from now could go fucking find you just to see what your dumb ass look like. Exactly. But, like, ain't nobody gonna do that because number one it's over it's just I want to talk about it because this goes for friends like that was somebody I was cool with that I'm not cool with anymore in an instance I don't fucking have and that's a friend's cousin I will cut anybody off that is that hateful and rude because it, it like they think you have to be trans yourself or have a trans relative for you to give a shit like you said before black girl brunch would be nothing without the support of like our trans friends like if they can support us and listen to us why can't we stand up for them yeah exactly you know? it's just and I, i'm just yeah and i'm very tired of like the passive like you know transphobia it's just like 
Y'all need to fucking stop. It's just like a lot of trans people are just out here trying to survive, and then y'all are trying to push them deeper for into no the reason. Grave. And they not think about your bornness at all. Exactly. And the same thing with like the uh like the homophobia like that I get. I'm just like, can y'all? Yeah, because I be seeing I be seeing a lot of you bitches be saying stuff, and it's like you know I'm like yeah, I'm mixed. I'm half gay, yeah. and it's like y'all be saying shit, and I'm like. Oh, don't come to me with the shit. Tell myself, oh, oh, but not you, not you. But, but no, you but you do meet me. Yeah, you, you do. do. You do meet me. That's funny. And yeah, don't be voguing with your cousin on Thanksgiving just to <laughs> go talk shit on on Twitter. That's weird to me. But um, let's talk about something amazing, which is today. Um, when you're listening, it'll be tomorrow is Mariah Carey's. Oh no, yesterday it'll be yesterday's is Mariah Carey's birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Mimi. It doesn't even matter how old Mariah Carey is because she's forever young. Oh my gosh, the shade room posted her age and I gasped. I'm like, why would y'all out her how like that? I think they said 48. Are you kidding me? I feel like Mariah Carey is forever 39. Yeah, she's like a young, youthful 39. I feel like Mariah Carey is gonna be like fire whoever that was. Yeah, I feel shade. like that was so rude. They could have just said, like, eternally ageless, like... The Mar- beautiful Mariah Carey. Do not say her age. Yeah, because she's one of those women. Like, she's the same woman who says she don't have any, like, woman background dancers because she don't want to share their stage with, like, women. She definitely don't want y'all up in her age. If she could delete Wikipedia, she probably would. Yeah. But, okay, our fave for this week in honor of Mariah Carey going to be our favorite for Mariah Carey songs. You first. Okay, so my favorite Mariah Carey songs are, one, obviously, it's a classic, Fantasy. Yes. Um, such a pretty, airy, fun song. Yes, and remember when Sue Young fucked it up in um, Rush Hour? That's that was you my, fucking love Rush Hour. I love Rush Hour <laughs> for as long as they pump Rush Hours out. My ass is gonna be in the movies watching. You really them. reference Rush Hour a lot. I love because that's all I watched. Like my grandma had both tapes at her house. I used to come home from school and like just watch Chris um Tucker fuck it up to the Michael Jackson. That's so funny because that movie used to irritate me when I was younger. Oh, that's when you hated being black because Chris Tucker was black. <laughs> yeah. He was loud as hell, black. <laughs> <laughs> that shit used to make me oh my, No, I love Rush Hour. If they got a fourth one, I, I heard that that might be in the works. Oh, I'm yeah. With I'm with it. Um, also, Breakdown. And I love that video so much. That's on, like, one of... Because I have, like, a YouTube playlist of, like, my favorite music videos. And that's on one of it. Like, I love that song. And it's... Um, that's what Bone Thugs and Harmony Yeah. Is. I don't like Bone Thugs and I, Harmony. I know but, you don't. But, <laughs> but I love that. I love that song. Um, Break, also... Breakdown. Boy, I need you featuring Cameron. Um, I love again. I love that video. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Mariah Carey with rappers. Yeah, um, she's good with rappers. Yeah, I don't usually like when rappers like um come into singer songs. I um, love it. But I but I like when Mariah Carey. The last one on my list is "You Make Me Wanna," um, with Jadakiss. Again, she sound really pretty she in that did. song. It's just like I guess because she it reminds me of a fairy, and then like it doesn't bother me like the masculine like air. Mm-hmm. Um, if then, and also like with um speaking of the the um two breakdown and like boy I need you. She her stuff kind of reminds me of like Japanese pop stars, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I really like those songs and like those videos because it just reminds me of, like, and so much Japanese. pink and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my first one is Honey. Um, I said this on <laughs> Instagram. That song, it's like you know how it's n- n- quiet in your head. 
my quiet or default stage in my mind is just honey playing. It's like my forever summer song. Like, it's gold. That sailor get up. It's just, oh, my God, I live for that. Also, the reason why I love this song is, like, one, when my, my mom was, like, pregnant when I was five years old with my little brother, and I woke up, and my mom wasn't there, but my aunt was there. And she was watching Honey, the video, on TV, and, um... She told me my little brother was being born, and I was so happy when that song was playing. So now I think I associate everything happy with that song, mm-hmm. and also like uh, Mariah Carey's that that year he was born, which was ninety seven. That was the number one song mm-hmm. out. So it's like I kept hearing it, and it was like all this happiness surrounding me. So I'm like, I think that's why that song takes me to my happy place. Um, Fly like a bird because I love when Mariah goes gospel. Like she loves. Yeah, Jesus. I know you said that. <laughs> I love when she goes to church. Like, I really love it. And Fly Like a Bird is, like, a song that, like, will fly under the radar. But if you really, really need, like, a pick-me-up, listen to Fly Like a Bird. And um, one other song. I'll think of it later. But Shake It Off is also on my list. Oh, my gosh. I love Shake It Off. <sighs> I was debating on putting it on my list, but I was like... I can listen to Shake It Off every day for the rest of my life, and it still wouldn't be enough. Like, I love that song so much. And Always Be My Baby, because, again, it's super, super oh, youthful. Duh. I don't know. I super forgot that cute. one. Super cute. It just makes me want to run with a crop top on and, like, hop on but a swing. But you would do that anyway. That's true. Because Mariah Carey, is, <laughs> we are the same person. Like, she gets being an adult, like, and still being cute. Yeah. And also, like, that's what makes her sexy. Like, there's so many people where, like, their sexiness involves, like, them being fierce, like Naomi Campbell and Rihanna. But I'm like, there are people like me and Mariah Carey who just smile our way to the top. But it's not because we're friendly either. (laughs) We smile because everything's funny. Smile our way to the top. Yep, we smile our way to the top. All right, so now let's get into our toast for the sis. Um, I'm so I love it when we can like toast for someone who's like not necessarily like famous just yet, like somebody who's up and coming. Because Issa Rae says something really important, which is sometimes it's not important to work up as it is to work across. Mm-hmm. And I love to like when I come in contact with like other black girls out here who are just really really doing their thing. Other women of color, other women, just other young people that are really out here grinding. So, um, a girl by the name. Macaulay Shabazz actually hit us up because she wanted a partner. She's 29 years old from Philadelphia, and for the past five years, she's been designing clothes. Um, last week, she actually lost, launched her spring collection, um, and it's called XO Dear Laney. So X O D E A R L A N E Y. You can find her on Instagram at that name, or you can look her up. And it's just so beautiful and bright and pretty. And she's trying. She's actually in the process of transitioning her you know, clothing line into kind of like a nonprofit organization. So she can use fashion to help with bigger issues. Like recently she raised money for like homeless people in Philly. And we all know that's like super, you know, that could be a big problem in every inner city. So, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to her. We just wanted to toast for assist. So we look forward to working with her in yes, the future. Thank you for hitting us up. Yeah. I love when people hit us up. Okay. Um, so Tiffany Haddish um, will never see Beyonce again. I think it's safe. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that Tiffany Haddish will never she be allowed just, to see her again. I'm like, like girl, you can be like a Joe or whatever about everything <laughs> else, but that's just somebody that you just everybody know how private Beyonce is. I feel like and we I, have learned more about Beyonce since yes. Tiffany Haddish career saying, started yeah. than in her whole career. Like we would have never known 
some of the details that Tiffany had to share with us. And it's kind of to the point where you're like, girl, shut up. But it's also like, wow, this is valuable tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, nervous for I'm just like... Yeah, I'm like I feel like I'm more leaning towards shut the fuck up because you know whatever when Beyonce is involved it rattles the you know the nut jobs in the beehive and they like react like <laughs> yeah, you know they, get crazy. they just like react and I'm like if you really was like a for real for real beehive like you people wouldn't be doing it to yeah her. exactly like people claim that they be just because they like Beyonce but you're really not like and like because you, you don't do what she wants exactly and like you you was saying now we're never going to see the twins we're never like, going to see the twins because I, Beyonce likes to punish her fan base. Yeah, and I think that, you know, she was going to do, like, what she did with Blue um, for the first On The Run tour. Like, at the end, you saw, like, a montage of Blue literally with the placenta on her to, like, other moments. Just, like, a really, really in-depth look at Blue's life. She probably was like, delete all that shit when <laughs> Tiffany Haddish did that. And she was like, no, like, these bitches are going to learn to keep my name out their mouth and keep my experiences to themselves if yeah, they like, are blessed now to see the, them. The more that I think about it, I'm just like, why the fuck would she say that? Like, so what Tiffany Haddish did was, you know... She talked about that notorious photo, the, the selfie she took with Beyonce, because apparently Beyonce, you know, stopped her from getting into a fight. But what she said was like, I'm sorry, this is just so funny to me. She sat down with GQ, and she was talking about how, like, Beyonce, you know, was talking to someone, and then all of a sudden Beyonce stormed away. And she said Beyonce went up to Jay-Z and was like, Jay, come here, this bitch this bitch, um, she said this bitch and ran away. And Tiffany started asking somebody else what happened, and they said some actress bit Beyonce in the face. Um, See, yeah, that's why. And it's like bit her. Yeah, and now it's like I'm gonna keep on thinking about it, and it's like, oh my gosh, who did it? No, I don't and need to like, know. I don't need to know who bit Beyonce because when I tell you initially, like the first time I read this, I had like a file like sharpening my teeth to bite them back. <laughs> You know how, like, in some, like, like you see on National Geographic, like, some, like, <laughs> tribe got these sharp-ass teeth? Like, yeah. I, I was ready to look like that and bite the shit out of somebody back. No, because I just want to know, because I'm always trying to figure out the root of, like, what's going in people's mind. <laughs> and I just want to know, like, why did you do that? What possessed you to do that? Like, what? Yes, so Tiffany says she went up to Beyonce and was like, did she really bite you? <laughs> and, you know, Beyonce was like, yeah. And Tiffany Haddish was ready to fight because, like, I, that I can't blame her on because I would be ready to fight too. And Beyonce says, this is what really kills me, Tiffany, no, don't do that. That bitch is on drugs. She not even <laughs> drunk. The bitch is on drugs. She not like that all the time. Just chill. As much as I hate that, I love that Beyonce says, no, that bitch is this and the other. Because I always thought <laughs> Beyonce hates me. <laughs> like, as like I love her, but she would hate me. I would probably be obnoxious to her. But I'm like, oh, no. After hearing that, that bitch is on drugs. I'm, that, <laughs> oh, my God. She just learned how to curse. Also, I feel like that lets me in on, like, what argument an argument might have looked like between her and Jay-Z when he really showed his was showing his yeah, ass. Yeah, see, like, I... Like, I feel like Beyonce might have called him a bitch before. <laughs> <laughs> see, I was saying, like, now this whole concept is, like, making my mind race, and I'm like... And it also, and I'm like trying to put things together, like the Da Vinci Code, and I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, well, Chrissy Teigen decided to be like, because <laughs> Cr Chrissy Teigen is messy, and that's I know. Like I her. can't believe that. it's so funny that she's John Legend's wife because like she is. I'm, I feel like she's just an observer with a lot of followers. Yeah, and I feel like he'd be like, 
like I wonder what he be thinking. Like, get out of that mess. Yeah, I feel like he don't say shit. He just be like, listen, man, I'm torn. Stay out of trouble. Like, you can get on Twitter all you want. Just don't don't actually get into any real shenanigans. But she, um, t- Chrissy Teigen tweeted, I cannot leave this planet without knowing who bit Beyonce in the face. And you know what? Same. She also said, I can only think of one person who would do this, but I cannot say. But she is the worst. <laughs> Which again, who? Now, now, yo, what? We got collective niggas <laughs> that annoy each other in Hollywood, like, and y'all not spilling the tea. I just feel like if you get to be famous, it's because you naturally aren't annoying. Like, yeah, and I feel like, and I, if you are annoying, we should all know. We should and, all be on the same page. And like I Donald feel, Trump, we all know he fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like a lot of people like in that world, like, try to um, conceal, um, like, that they don't like somebody. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like, we all get along. Like, exactly. Oh, I don't have any problems. But also, like, who says it first? Who says, like, you know who I hate? Gabrielle Union. Because, like, if we all think that we all love each other, who's the first to gossip? See, I would get in trouble. I was about to say, because I, I would definitely would be the first. Because, like, I was... I mean, that bitch too loud. Exactly. <laughs> and also, like, on... You know, probably gonna get a lot of shit for the stuff we say here. And I'm like, I said what I said. Yeah, I said what I said, and I, and I believe the it. The only person and I can change my mind. The only person I probably would be apologetic to is like if I ever said anything that would hurt like Cardi B feelings, because like I wouldn't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah, and like I. Would it depends be, on what I said though, because yeah. usually I say the truth. <laughs> like I know, and like. It's some people where I, I have been mean to, but I'm I'm alright with that. I can settle with that. Yeah, same. I could definitely settle with that. But um like Chris Brown, like, fuck him. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? So out of Chrissy Teigen saying that the one actress is the worst, <laughs> niggas got Sanaa Lathan. Where the fuck did they get that from? First of all, when, like, the Shade Room, like, posted Sanaa Lathan picture and she said something that wasn't me, I'm like, this escalated quickly. See, this is what I mean, how to be high is the irresponsible. Because we have a lot of power. We have done a lot of great with, like, being a beehive. Like, the fact that we fucking ran Kid Rock off of Earth. The beehive is what killed Joan Rivers, and I'm sorry, not me particularly, but the beehive itself because what did she pass away on Beyonce's birthday, right? Yeah. Well it was the work of Beyonce too. You know she a witch. Yeah, it was Creole magic too. But also I feel like the Beehive, like they, you know, they help summon things as well. But you know, to blame Sanaa fucking Lathan, quite possibly the quietest person in Hollywood, I feel like the only time I hear from Sanaa Lathan is when she's acting. Other than that, she just doesn't talk. Yeah, like, like what the fuck like why would y'all put bees in her comment? And you know what else will fuck me up? So Sanaa Lathan, she made a tweet and said, y'all are funny. Under no circumstances did I bite Beyonce. And if I did, it would have been a love bite. That should have been the end of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody says, despite denial, people still believe in Sanaa Lathan. It's like, well, what the fuck? Why do y'all believe it? Nobody got no any receipts on Sanaa Lathan ever acting crazy. Exactly. So why would, do y'all think that? Like, I've been digging and digging and digging to see <laughs> what could lead them there. Like, I would say, like, fucking, like, Jennifer uh, Lawrence <laughs> before her. Yeah, I was about to say, I could definitely <laughs> I could see Jennifer Lawrence getting too excited and biting Beyonce's face because white women do that because they start thinking that black women who are beautiful are toys. Yeah, and I could see her, like, being on drugs. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she always kind of got I mean, honestly, look. who doesn't do coke in L.A., you know? You know, I'm still shocked that so many people do coke. It's Like, honestly, coke is... So, I was breaking it down. Like, this is how, from... I know New York, like... In New York, like, weed is cigarettes. Coke is weed. And 
meth is coke. So that's how uh, everything. Okay. Yeah. Because it's people doing meth. Like, if somebody ever say to you, like, do you want to party? Like, that is cold for See, meth. I'm happy you told me that because I thought somebody would be like, do you want to get some, like, churros or something? Do you want to party? No, that's do sound- you want to party? And then, like, they'll spell it. Well, they'll spell um, party with, like, a capital T. Like, everything else would be lowercase and then the T would be capitalized. Or, like, if they write anything with a capital T, like, it's, like, Meth. See, I don't they like call meth, shit they like call that. Meth. Tina. I don't like that. What? They call it Tina. Yeah. So they would be like, "Do you want a Tina?" No. I'd be like, Turner. No. They'd be like, "Do you do Tina?" Or like, but usually people say, "Do you party?" Like, "Do you party?" Mm-mm. See, I'm not men. This is why, if we <laughs> ever make it, I'm gonna go to whatever parents. I'm gonna do whatever media I'm supposed to do, and I'm gonna take my black ass home because the only reason why I want to get rich is so that I can go to Lush and not worry about the prices anyway, and go to Whole Foods and try everything I want to try. Like yeah, no this whole thing, like, do you want to party? Like, I think that that means <laughs> do you want to like come out and like grind but usually to, like, work. It's, you don't really have to worry about because that's usually like uh like gay men like you know so oh. i know that because like they say that like in, on grinder and stuff you like that you know what just be real with me if you want to do crack just ask <laughs> me if you want to do coke yeah but just... say it's meth meth is the new meth coke. is so dirty and meth is dirty as fuck but i know a lot of people have that have done meth now you know what i mean like even coke is already has like kind of like a glamorous like um Stigma attached to it. Yeah, it does. But meth glamorous. does not have glamour. Crack, meth, <laughs> heroin. It's nothing cute about that. Like even acid shrooms. Like they sound like okay. Like that's what you do in your twenties. Yeah, you do coke in your twenties. You try it <laughs> once, and like you tell like if somebody told me they did coke, I'd be like okay, like. I'm not going to be looking at them any crazier, but I'm like, this person's definitely wilder than I am. But that's it. Like, I'm not going to like, yeah. sorry. If you tell me you do meth, I'm like, give me my pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> give me my bag. As you should, because it's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, every time I look at Fergie, I'm like, wow, she did meth. That's all <laughs> yeah, I know. I just think that. I'm like, and she recovered. I'm like, wow, she did meth, and she stands here today as Fergalicious. Because I feel like as, even if I see meth, I would just, my body, my organs would just shut down. I'm dying on the spot if I <laughs> yeah. do meth, so. None for me. But anyway, leave Sonalation alone, because I really do not, not that one. I do not fuck with, with people, you know, picking on Sonalation. Yeah, especially people that just mind their fucking business. That's why I'm like, Tiffany Haddish, like, you open up a whole can of worms. You did this. And you don't know. Like, you I just, did this. Yeah, you did. And it's just like, you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next story. Next story. So, um... <laughs> Actually, Rex tagged us in the story, and when I said I let out a hearty cackle, (laughs) I screamed. So apparently, um, a school in Pennsylvania, they're like, listen, the teachers can't have guns yet, so what we're going to do is we're going to arm our students with rocks. (laughs) So they're placing buckets of river stones in each classroom, and they kind of have a protocol that if, like, an invader come in, like, everybody just start, take the rocks and do your thing. <laughs> do you think Twitter? <laughs> and I'm laughing because that sounds dumb, but it's effective as fuck. Because really, like, think if somebody hit you with a fucking rock in your elbow <laughs> or your knuckle. Yeah, like you fucking like that shit and stink. You, or your kneecaps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your temple. You but ah shit. Drop the gun instantly. Yeah, like you said, your ankle, <laughs> especially if it's a sharp one. Oh my god! Yeah, like the the funny shaped ones that look like you could carve a spear out of it. Yeah, and you can't, you 
can't get away from it. Like, if a torpedo of people. But you know what's terrible? Like, you got to think about somebody with, like, an AR, like, 15, like, getting rocks thrown at them and hope that God <laughs> should drop the gun. Like, yeah. we don't see the bigger issue here is that we have to teach our kids <laughs> to defend themselves in the classroom. Yeah. Like, all because wh- niggas just love guns so much. Like Y'all fucking weird. This is a classic example of how Pennsylvania and Philly are different. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> Pennsylvania be on some shit. Yeah, Pennsylvania, wow. Pennsylvania <laughs> is interested in having guns in classroom. Pennsylvania is, like, loves taking pictures of, like, deers with their body antlers. Yeah, like, and, like, fish like bass yeah and philly i feel like we like um yeah lock the doors and <laughs> put a little piece of black tape over the door so can't nobody look in and yeah. we ain't the cops we gonna let them handle that <laughs> also no for real for real, philly is metal detectors so can't nobody get into the school yeah no ain't real that shit funky? that's ain't... so fucking crazy we had a metal detector in our high school i've had metal detector since middle school and i'm you like had one in your middle school we've had one in middle school because i went to a roads and there were a lot you of you know what, Iman? I had one in my middle school too, but not at the beginning. No, like no, after, not at the beginning. Like after sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, that's when they they put it in. You know, I I just remember. You know how I remember? I had a flash of this boy that I had a crush on walking past, walking through the metal detector. Wow. Well, I used to hate when they used to make you take your belt off, and you know. Back in eighth grade, you used to have them big ass belts. Like they yeah. would say something. They be like Leo. It says like your zodiac sign or something on there. Or the like, one that like it looked like a billboard thing. The light that goes. Yes. Across. Or the one like they spin and you had your shirt tucked in just so you could see them. <laughs> you had some cargos on. You like fuck. I really gotta take this off. This is you be like this is not fetch. <laughs> I used to try to. Oh, I said <laughs> goofy and shit. But, um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> that was goofy as Delete that shit. Who, who was that? Not me. You sound like your name was Wilbur. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chuckling and shit over there. But, um, <laughs> Wilbur. Oh, yeah. Back to stoning people. I think that, like, Honestly, instead of stones, like, why don't y'all invest in some metal detectors? Because, like, a lot of these school shootings don't really happen in urban neighborhoods. I mean, we have other shootings that happen. But I'm saying, like, why can't, like, suburban schools just start adopting, you know, like, metal detectors and stuff? I don't know. That's just a thought. Maybe some do. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like they put too much trust in, like, them. Yeah. Okay, well, Cardi B finally dropped the album. Uh, Date, the art, is the name of it is called Invasion of Privacy. I thought that was funny because she has no relationship with privacy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm interested to hear the angle of why she chose that name when she is not a fan of privacy. She don't protect her privacy at all. Um, There are so many celebrities that are, like, on a smaller scale than her, and they are way more private. But you know what? I'm excited. The art was interesting. It was cool. I'm just happy she has a date um set out set up. Yeah, and it's like <coughs> next week is gonna be fucking booming with releases and yes, shit. Yes, for real, for real. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, it's I the album art. I do like it. I just was confused by it because that didn't really seem like her style to me. No, it didn't. It was I was very confused by it. But I do like it. But I'm just saying, like, it don't seem like it's her style. No, it didn't. It was like. Um, somebody was saying like Missy Elliott meets Rihanna meets like I don't know I just was like it was definitely designed by the man that's how I feel yeah true and they were like you know what Cardi 
Let's go with this angle. But I didn't know she was signed to a label. Like, she, yeah, she signed to a label. I don't know. I just, I don't feel, I don't feel right about labels. Yeah. Like Jay-Z said, after they done did Lauren Hill, for real? Like, after how they fucked with Lauren Hill, I would never sign anything for the rest of my life. Like, 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 and also there's too many people popping right now who are not signed to do it. Like, I just feel like that's, like, such a bitch way out. Also, I saw um, Black Youngster, um, or what's his name? Young- Black Youngster. Yeah, Black Youngster. I thought his name was Youngster Black. <laughs> I'm really my grandma. <laughs> Youngster Black, <laughs> but um, Black Youngster, he was like in his room performing like um his song, Booty, and he was with all these white people. And he was dancing on the table. Oh yeah, and he was having fun. But I really felt like that was like Get Out A when they were like show. like they were like bidding on him and they were like clapping. And he's like too too that big old booty, that big old booty, and like he was having so much fun. And they were like yeah money. Nigger, like they were really. That's how I feel, cause like I told you when. Okay, so Cardi did her speech for like iHeartRadio, and like you know it was classic Cardi, it was funny, and like they pan to the audience, and they're like all these white people in this Paris Hilton, and they're clapping, and like I see Paris Hilton mouth. I love her, whatever, and that creeped me the fuck out, cause like I felt like it was like that scene and Get yeah. Out, like I felt like it was like look at this like money making nigger, like we got one, <laughs> and it's just like that is just like oh my gosh, it just made my like skin fucking crawl. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, really labels, but no, I'm happy for her. I'm interested to see the work. A lot of people are doubting her. They think she's like a one hit wonder or just a feature. I person. do not see that as no, for like, her. She's just creative as fuck. Like she she funny, she creative. I don't understand why people would be shocked or shook that she's she can make good work. Like, yeah. what's the hate? I don't get it. It's weird to yeah, me. Yeah, it's weird. It's like they want her to fail. Oh, absolutely. They want her to fail. And, like, a lot of people are like, finally, the album. And I'm like, okay, when it all comes, you know, down to it, then she did two mixtapes, right? Yeah, she did. Within, it wasn't even, like, a year. Yeah. She, it was like, bam, bam. That's this culture, man. Like, this is this viral culture. Like, it took, Nicki Minaj, like, I remember her doing, like, her um, mixtapes for a while. She was doing features for a minute. And then she dropped, like, Pink Friday. I don't know if it was, like, 2010 or 2011. I think it was 2011 because we were in college, right? Yeah, we were in college. And we graduated in 2010. Okay, so I think it was 2011 where she dropped her thing. So it took her pretty much two years from the time where people started noticing her from, like, that single ladies and, like, itty-bitty freestyle to Pink Friday, and that was perfect timing. But Cardi B has taken, like, a year between her mixtape and her uh, her CD, not even, and people are like, seriously? What the fuck? Are you quitting? It's like, damn. Take it one step at a time. So happy about that. Very, very excited. And, yeah, so that's coming out April 6th. And guess what else is dropping April 6th? Um, Rihanna's body. What is it again? Body Lava. Body Lava. Oh, that is so That's sexy. I know. Rihanna, everything she do is Oh, sexy. it came out 2010, Pink well, Friday. Pink Friday. Did it come out in December 2010? November. November, okay. Because I remember I was on a break from school. Yeah, and I remember waiting in line for that CD, and I had, I picked up my check when I worked at Forever 21 in New York. Yeah, fuck Forever 21 in Union Square. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's just get that out the yeah, way. Yeah, let's just talk about that real quick. My dad bought my own Pink Friday CD from Best Buy. Yeah, but that's why I went to Best Buy to meet her. And it was so crazy, and I was so mad. I was at the, like, um, the garage or whatever, and all I got to see was her wig in the car. I used to stand... <laughs> Sorry, I just realized you missed it. <laughs> I was That's so terrible. Mad. No, man. When Pink Friday first came out, that was when I was 
like team defend Nicki Minaj like it was my goddamn job. Yeah, I used to be in my room like how could it be little me had the pot to be the best. <laughs> I used to be on AZ lyrics trying to remember that song hard as ever. But no, like, anyway, I think it's perfect time. But yeah, back to Rihanna, Body Lava. I can't wait to have that shit because, again, like, I'm all about summer all year round. Like, and all year round. I love the glitter. I have so many products that make me glitter, glisten, and shimmer and shine for my whole body, and I never have enough. I feel like this is my time to get into it. And I'm like, that's going to be my birthday weekend. I'm like, honey. <sighs> And it's the first one I've seen that was created by a black woman. So a lot yeah. of times, like, I'll try on body shimmers, and I'm like, this makes me shimmer, but also I feel like if I don't add, like, oil or something with it, it can make me look ashy. And but Rihanna's is made by a black woman, so naturally I'm sure it's going to look good on black women. It probably blends to perfection. So And I it's can't. so cute that it's called, like, the collection is called Beach Please. Yes. And there's also, like, some other, like, glitter products. It's, like, different shades. So, again, like she always does, it's made to fit everybody. So I'm so excited. All right. So we kind of got some breakups and break-ins, but they're not really that important. So we just can go through them real quick. <laughs> so first is Wiz Khalifa and April Jones. So April Jones literally is Omarion's baby mom. I don't know what else she does. I know, besides sell flat tummy too. And, like, have her fashion overfit on. But she's gorgeous. She seems like a great mother. And it's just so funny because, like, Wiz Khalifa was, like, dropping little flirty emojis under her pics, and she was doing it to him. These are how, this is how adults flirt, apparently. And um, <laughs> this is how adults show that they're interested. And, of course, the nothing gets by the shade room. And they picked it up, and that's where we found this out. So I'm interested to see if they're actually a couple or if they just flirting, you know, fucking around but they both single so why not yeah and they both got kids so <laughs> <What>? um <laughs> it's like i this is probably because i'm like somebody that's like i like more on like the masculine side and like i'm considered like quote-unquote swaggy but i hate when swaggy niggas like girls that just have like i'm like what the fuck do y'all talk about like yeah. Like, have you even, like, but do you even they, know who Goku is? And then they be mad why it don't work. They, but I don't know. She just wasn't for me. It's like, yeah. It's because you only like her because she pretty. Yeah, and, like, but like, and without being bitter, because there are so many pretty cool girls. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> like, it is. There's so many pretty cool, like, they on your level. And I also feel the same thing about, like, uh, swaggy girls. Like, we always end up with, like, Normie, normies, like normal <laughs> ass niggas but who I just want a city job and benefits. And, my, and I'm just like, voice, we will not have it. We, we will, will not, not have, have it. it. Nope, we will not have it because that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't want none of you niggas. No, like there was this um short story that everyone has probably read at this point called the Yellow Wallpaper, and it's about this girl who pretty. I haven't read it, woman, but I know of it. Yeah, so you know, like woman had um postpartum depression but it was like in the early 1900s late 1800s so her husband didn't know anything about it and he thought they kept saying she was sick her diary posts were saying she was sick but they were not addressing the fact that she just was depressed and she was like pushed into this life that's how i feel every time i'm like dating just a nigga that's like yeah i want to be an accountant and i'm like <laughs> oh, oh my fucking god i'm, I'm like, sick wow I'm, you want to ruin my life you want to ruin my life like when men start talking about things that are practical they're like yeah i mean if you move there you don't have to pay taxes <laughs> and it's just really easy you can save oh, money god. it's a lot cheaper i'm that like really oh god this is how you live it's how you fucking live you're gonna force me to live like this next <laughs> thing you know you're gonna be like why do you need two pair of sneakers when you got one and that's oh. when i'm Fuck no. And I'm like, because I'm not practical. There, I said it. Because I'm really not. Or, oh my gosh, if somebody talk about me, my 
habit for buying platform sneakers. Yeah. Oh gosh. Or like when I tell men I like Whole Foods, and they're like, shoo, that's uh, expensive. Oh my god. You can get the same shit at shop. Imagine right. dating somebody that like eats bread with like BHT in it or like something. See, like the thing is, I do have selective foods that are shitty that I do enjoy, like fruity pebbles. I love that so much. Bread is where I draw the fuck. Yeah, but I know it's shitty and I don't have it all the time. Like that's not my everyday cereal. I mean, it has been recently, but it's like (laughs) something that I get like I'll eat it a lot and then I'll go months without touching it. Like I love Pop Tarts, but ask me the last time I've had a Pop Tart. I love Oreos, but ask me the last time I've had it. So it's not that you eat like shit, it's the fact that you like you you eat like that only because it's cheap. Yeah. That like what is that called? Like that bread is called like nature's own. That's what I was thinking about. Okay, see you I be getting the, that uh bread <laughs> sometimes you gonna hate it. It's like Stormans sto- uh, or Stoman. It's like Stroman? Yeah. Oh my god. It always got an orange sticker on it. It'd be like one ninety nine. Oh, I'm like, this will do. My god. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yes, and then sometimes if I get bread that's real healthy, it got seeds in it. I'm like, this bread don't got enough hot fruit those corn syrup. <laughs> I like shitty bread. I'm not going to lie. Bread is where I draw the fucking line. I do. Especially hot dog buns and like... uh, I did have a hot dog bun recently. It wasn't bad. (laughs) Yeah, well... What were you fucking talking about here? <laughs> this shit really got out of control. Oh, where's Kelly for April? They well, might be together. Because she, she boring, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> she boring as fuck, yo. That's she so boring that we started talking about bread. <laughs> bread was more interesting than fucking... <laughs> we was like, you know what's better? But, Okay. Also, Star Jones recently got married. And the only reason why I know Star Jones got married is because Miss Tina Knowles was dancing with her husband. Don't it seem like all Tina Knowles do is go to weddings? Yeah, I know, because people always want to invite her to places because she's just so... Everybody loves Miss Tina. But every time, I just want to live like her. Just her and her fine-ass husband just enjoying their lives. You know, rich. You know, they just be doing a bop and two-step. Everywhere they go, tearing it up, but they all white on. I love her and um, Richard. They are just so cute. But yeah, this is supposed to be, again, it's supposed to be about Star. <laughs> Star um, Jones, she, I'm a hag, but she is a, the hag of all hags. She actually marries her gays. You think- I'm, not, I'm not there yet, but maybe one day I will be. Maybe my second husband will be one of my gays. So, Sabria is just convinced that she always, <laughs> she's obsessed with marrying gay men, but... I looked him up. His name is Ricardo Lugo. What really annoys me is that on his um Instagram, his name is spelled all lowercase. Like, he didn't capitalize the first letters. <laughs> of the, it's like he just don't give a shit about social media. He just has it, and he's like, this is my name. Like, he didn't, he he didn't might, write it the right way. You know what? He might not be gay, but he does, like, butt play. Well, listen, <laughs> don't we all? Anyway, who um, doesn't? Yeah, and but he's a lawyer. Um, he specializes in helping fathers fight for custody of their children. So he's a demon. <laughs> it's like no, some dads do deserve their kids, but um, I would hate that. Like, I feel like it should just be not because I'm a woman, but because I'm more nurturing than you. Than, yeah. Oh my god, who was trying to take the? Oh, on um the Braxtons. What's her name? Tawana. Please don't tell me it's a sister with the white boyfriend. No. But Tawana, baby dad, just is worse because he ain't got no damn job. Yeah, that's the one. He was, I I don't know if you was caught up on the episode, but on Brexton, he's trying to get 
custody, full custody of the kids. He always spite. been a bitch. He's been he a bitch from the beginning. No he been writing these dumbass books for forever. And nobody's yeah, checking for those exactly. books. Exactly. He, he but how was she ever interested in this lame ass man? The Braxtons don't know how to pick him. That's the worst. If, if all I and that, I know I got worse. T- I got bad taste. I'm about to say, too, but they but look like they terrible from the they beginning. They be having babies with these niggas. Yeah, and like the um, what's her name? Um, T- what's her name? Tina. What's the other fucking it's Trina? Trina, Trina, baby, dad. What's his name? Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. He was a cheater and well, no, liar. And they never too. had. They never had kids together. She he had, had mixed kids? kids. No, her kids were by somebody else before that. But he just. Oh um, wow! So she just yeah. had mixed kids by somebody else. I believe so. Yeah. You sure? Look it up. Yeah, because I really swore that those was Trina and Gabe's kids. No, I feel like she, I don't think she had kids by him. Let me see, Trina Braxton. I'm a Googler. Wikipedia going, like, who? Fuck. Just <laughs> <Sign on>. all. <laughs> she matters to me. I really like Trina. She all the Braxtons matter to me. Especially Evelyn Braxton. Uh, Evelyn Braxton is the fucking, as the kids say, the GOAT. She really, really is. She's somebody that I want on my team. I can't. They don't have her personal information on here, so. <laughs> It is what it is. You better at talking and researching than I am, because me, yeah. my eyes be going. You said it's up. Trina. Yeah, Trina Braxton. <clears throat> so yeah, but Star Jones and um her new bay, they tied the knot. Happy for him. All right, so that ends it for breakups and break ins. We are moving on into the sunken place, and this week we have um our favorite bobblehead, Selena Gomez. <laughs> That girl got a big head. That bitch, she always remind me of a baby in a lace front. <laughs> you always said that. You've been saying said. this shit since Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> because she is. She's a fucking baby <laughs> in a lace front. <laughs> I think it's because she got a thick hairline, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, it's like an unplucked. You know how they go, uh, they they go through lace fronts with tweezers. I feel like she looked like she. <laughs> She's like, no, no thanks. I like it full. They're like, but it doesn't look natural. She's like, I like it full. But um, yeah. Anyway, I was a fan of uh, Selena Gomez up until like I got to college, and when she started dating Justin Bieber, she just started acting silly to me. But um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Taylor Swift and you know Kanye West and the whole West family were beefing. Uh, Selena Gomez tried to take up for Taylor Swift and said, there are more important things to talk about. Why can't people use their voice for something that fucking matters? And Mm. shout out to John, because John, who appears to be a white man, said... Called her the fuck out. Good question. Why haven't you or Taylor not said a thing about police, um, Black Lives Matter or police brutality? Hmm. Check that ass. Selena responds, oh, LOL. So that means if I hashtag something, I save lives? No. I could give two fucks about sides. You don't know what I do. So basically, she was saying that she don't have to hashtag Black Lives Matter in order for it to matter. And, you know, it's pretty much just a hashtag. She kind of belittled it. It was practically one of the worst responses that you could have as a non-black person about a black matter. Fast forward, you know, over the weekend, there was the March for Our Lives rally, where it pretty much um, 
focused on like how guns are killing children. So it's like a march for the children, practically, is what it is. But the hashtag was March for Our Lives. So Miss Selena Gomez had a change of heart. And she... Um, Hashtagging her ass away. <laughs> and she uh, shared a post and said, I don't want this to just be an Instagram post anymore. Please, enough. These people, families, and children have suffered enough. Today, we march for our lives. I'm going to continue to trust God with the future and also play my part in bringing the change. Hashtag march for our lives and hashtag not just a hashtag. <laughs> so I don't know if they had... Ha- not just a hashtag. She was like, oh, let me save my ad. But so... Is Black, Black Lives Matter, Matter just, just a hashtag? hashtag? It's just trendy. It's just for social media. It's just But funny. also, Cyborg, you are right. He is the father. Gabe you is. know what? It's going to be creepy. If Gabe was not the father of them kids and they came out looking just the fuck like him, I'm like, so she got a type, I'm guessing. <laughs> just men that look like him. Didn't she catch Gabe cheating via, like, IMs or something? Yeah, dumbass. Like, niggas who get caught cheating on the computer, I'm like, first of all, that this means you too old to be cheating because you can't even <laughs> delete shit, right? <laughs> like, yeah, dickhead. Sit, sit your old ass down and just be faithful because you can't even get it together. But, um, yeah, back to Selena Gomez. She said not just a hashtag, March for Our Lives. And, like, the bigger beef here is not the message. Obviously, her messaging is fine. The problem is when it comes to things that involve strictly black people, strictly trans people, everybody has such a hard time saying, like, it's like they're embarrassed to say they advocate for us. Yeah, exactly. Like, y'all are so, like, like, nobody ever mentions, like, you know, Sandra Bland. Like, people that, I mean, there are some famous people that have, um, you know, like, obviously, like, people like Janelle Monae, like, Zoe Kravitz, like, people like that. Black people. Yeah, basically black black women. (laughs) Black women talk about black women. Black people talk about black people. But when, like, white people are getting terrorized, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my gosh, I have to say something like, they're killing our children. They're killing our children. And our children been dying at the hands of guns. Fucking Mike Brown was a child. And, like, all right, but separate from police brutality, I mean, I know the gun control in the black community is a separate issue. It's not a problem because half these guns are dirty anyway because I know it's going to be one bitch that tells me that. Like, well, it's different. Like, I fucking know. I do. So, but what I want, but, you know, the problem is I have so many cousins who have lost their friends before they were 18 years old and who was marching for their lives. So when y'all say march for our lives, I just can't help but to feel excluded because yeah, of I feel like, like that's not for me. Not only do I feel like it's not for me, I feel like it's not for my little cousin. Yeah, I'm about to say, and that's y'all crazy-ass <clears throat> white people shooting up schools. Exactly. So, like, you you yelling at us, but what you really need to do is be talking to your little, you know, when your your little brother don't be want to come out his room for Thanksgiving? Yeah, exactly. Focus like, on that. white men are terrorists. But you know what is funny to me? How, like... Black celebrities always show up for stuff like this. Like, they yeah. showed up for fucking Keegan. They showed up for um, this, you know, March for Our Lives. Even though they know in the back of their heart that, in the back of their minds, that if it was someone who looked like them, no one would give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody came in with, like, a semi-automatic and just went nuts on Strawberry Mansion High School in Philly, like... I have a hard time believing that people would, like, throw a Raleigh and be like, enough! They was giving motherfuckers free Lyft and Uber rides to the march for 
quote unquote, for March for their lives. Yeah, and like the the kids like from the school, you know, they're standing up and they're getting a lot of opportunities from being advocates. But the kids and, in Ferguson, what did they get? Tear gas and cuss and records. Hands. They got there records. Was, yeah, they now got the hype is down, and they still got like, they still got that shit on their record. They and still got to pay them fines. There was one. Um, Ferguson, um, no, two, well, he, he was older, but I think there was somebody that was, like, 21 who, like, died in prison. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And the, it just, like, got swept under the rug. And it's just, like, it feels like you're being bitter, like, but why don't we get, but at the end of the day, why don't we get that same yeah. attention? I'm not. y'all corny as shit, and y'all want to just profit off of our culture and, you know, partake in all the fun shit. But, but don't want to advocate for exactly. it. So it's like... So fuck y'all in that nut-ass march. Yeah, and it's like, no, like, the thing and is, like, you know, I, I don't have a problem with the march. I just want y'all to keep that same energy. That's yes, all I want. keep the same energy. And also, like, I think it's great that the kids are speaking up and shit like that. But that shit, putting your fist up... Like the black oh, power yeah. fist, you saw one of you them. You gotta that. cut that shit out. You gotta cut that shit I out. I mean, unless I... you're talking to black people with black people, but if you just want to try to again reclaim something that wasn't yours to fucking begin with, like white people are so talented at doing, like you know that's that's gotta chill. Like that's gotta stop. But the um the march itself wasn't the problem because like honestly, if I was a celebrity, if I were able to, I probably would have went to the march because, you know, at the end of the day, like I like the message, but then I would probably have like stopped at some point and was like, Well wait, do you mean me too? And I think that comes with every time like we do something. Like us too? Yeah. And it's it's an embarrassment. It's like Selena Gomez was embarrassed to say Black Lives Matter because then she'll be de- she'll be deemed as a troublemaker. You know what I mean? And she's just, uh, first of all, she a fucking clown anyway, hanging off of Justin Bieber's nutsack. Yeah, I was laughing because somebody said, throw the whole kidney away. I'm like, why y'all have to bring her kidney <laughs> up in this? But it's probably because people was feeling so bad for her just a few months ago. Yeah, because of exactly. The thing. <laughs> Sorry, throw the whole kidney away. That's shitty. It's terrible, man. That is so fucked up. Yeah, that makes me so mad. And she's like, no, this is time to get serious. Keep People are getting killed. It's like, yeah, that's the point. When white women say enough, they think that that is the equivalent of like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what is it? It's like a movie, like, when somebody, like, punched the ground and the ground start, like, the concrete start, like, shattering, like, when Superman do that. When white women say enough, that's what they think it is. I'm like, bitch... That shit didn't even shatter. They think if they, like, punch the ground, like, <laughs> like, cars and shit will start moving, people but huh, huh, I was like, huh. I was not moved by that. When white women say enough, I snicker. Because I'm like, oh, you now, you, it affect you. Oh, wow. I wonder, what, I wonder what that's like to go by day by day and just, like, people not give a shit. Yeah. That's interesting. Now you all in your cooter. <laughs> <laughs> Now your clavicle's going nuts. You're going <laughs> yeah, crazy. Exactly. The yeeks is tightened up. <laughs> I really gotta look up clavicles because I've been using it. I don't it. know what clavicles I've been mean. using it way. a lot. We're settling this right now. Because <laughs> I've been saying it a lot and like I just don't know. And I, I like it. the way it sounds. I feel like, all right, clavicles either is something like an <laughs> instrument used for a pap smear <laughs> or is it clavicle or clavicle? Clavicle. I've been saying clavicle. <laughs> okay. The clavicle or collarbone is a long bone that serves as a strut between the shoulders. So your clavicle has nothing to do with your vagina. Oh, 
Cool. Interesting. This whole time, I really thought it was like your clavicle is definitely a private part. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it. That's wrong. And that's a shame because I watched so much Grey's Anatomy, and one of my favorite char- um, characters works in ortho. I should know that the clavicle is in your back. Clavicle. What? <laughs> All right. So that ends it for the second place. We're moving on in. The common senses, and we're going to talk about imposter syndrome right now. And this is like a big topic for people who are in the process of kind of getting their dreams launched, or this is really, really important for people who are kind of in a space where you know what you want to do, but you're afraid to say it out loud because people don't know you as that. Like, people don't know you as a a musician. People don't know you as um, a designer. People don't know you as a photographer. So you got to take that uncomfortable step into becoming something that you were not known as. You can kind of feel like a faker at first because you don't have any clout surrounding you. It's not something that people know you as. And it's something that people deal with well into their success, like imposter syndrome. And I definitely feel it. Like, day to day. Yeah, I know, because, like, definitely when I tell people, I'm like, oh, like, they're like, oh, what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, like, this is a podcast day. Like, I'm just like, and I feel like people think, like, oh, like, whatever, you got a podcast. Because I know, like, people that have podcasts, and they don't, you know, update as, like, frequently as us. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know, I feel like some people just, like, the idea of a podcast, they just, like, you know, the, all oh. they think it is is, like, they can get their, like, iPhone uh, headphones and their mic and just talk and upload it on SoundCloud, which you can do. But that sounds like, you know, a diary to me versus what we intend and are trying and are doing. Yeah, and they really, like, not have, like, a planned out dialogue. And I feel like people don't say, like, realize how organized, like, or, what we do is and, like, how, you know, we plan things and, you know, we, like, plan things well advance into the future. Yeah, and I think, um like, when I explain it to, like, a lot of my family members specifically, they think... I just sound like a um like an overly ambitious like you know that one like middle schooler in like every series who was just like way too excited about selling like cookies <laughs> or something like that and she's yeah. like yeah at this rate I can get ready for college and I feel like I sound like an overly like ambitious <laughs> like middle schooler when I'm talking to or them Girl Scout Girl Scout yes and I like got a business plan together Over- for selling my cookies like overzealous Girl Scout exactly that's what I feel like because they just don't get it and they don't have to do they don't understand like you know the messages we get like in private the reviews we get the connections we're building and most importantly just like the fun we have and like promise that we feel for doing this and I feel like a faker sometimes but I realized you know just from starting this and I'm thankful for this because it kind of gave me the opportunity to realize it doesn't matter what people you know think about me they can't define me and it's not fair to just continue to do something just because it's what you've been doing like before this um Again, I said in the past, like, I wanted to work on, like, e-news or something. So I kind of wanted my online presence to be squeaky clean. And I was so afraid of, like, saying, like, some of the things that I say here because I'm like, once I say it, I can't take it back. And, I'll, I, you know, it's it's easy to go from being nice to bad, but it's <laughs> hard to go from being bad to good. I learned that from Megan Fox and Angelina Jolie. Like, they can, they were bad girls, but when they want to be good, like, people accept it. But, like, when Hayden Panettiere's news leaked, it was a big deal because yeah. she was a good girl that, you know, 
went bad and it's just hard it's, it's just stupid but I had so much anxiety about like being myself because of what my family would say or like what a job would say what a potential co-workers would say because I work at this corporate place and I'm just like fuck it like I can't be an imposter like I just have to live my truth yeah and like I felt the same way because you know going to school in New York I like my first of all my big dream was to write for Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and then I was like oh like you know to get into Saturday Night Live, I want to work for Viacom, or like, um, yeah, I I really wanted to work for Viacom, and I was applying to like every job yeah. that like Viacom like had. I was really trying to get in there, and like I had like you know my social media like private for a while. I deleted my tw- I deleted my Twitter, my first Twitter, because I remember when the tweets like people had dug up like old tweets, mm-hmm. some things Iggy Azalea was saying, oh, yeah. and I was like, fuck. Yeah. I, some of my tweets is like almost like hers so <laughs> I like um, I was like fuck so I deleted my old Twitter and then I made a new one and then I was like very like careful about I, I didn't use it that much I just like had it like that's why I haven't like I just started using Twitter like a lot like again Same. like last year um, and I was again my um, my Instagram was, like, private. Like, my Facebook was, like, you know, you could only, like, it was, like, stuff was private. I was very, like, concise of, like, how I curated things because I didn't want to be, like, too much of myself. And then, again, I, like, was on Tumblr, but, like, I never told anybody, like, what my Tumblr was. And, like, exactly. I made sure, like, I wasn't, like, you know, didn't put too much information I was trying on to there. please. You were trying to, like, please. We yeah. both were trying to please. And now I'm like, well, fuck. Now, like, I'm a little behind on some things because, you know, I, I didn't was, have that yeah. chance to, like, grow, you know, like, a lot of supporters or, like, you know, be myself. Like, I'm just stepping into being myself. But, again, it's, like, better late than never. Right. But, uh, but yeah, you just have to, like, my thing is, once you start feeling like you are doing stuff to please others, like, mm-hmm. and especially as somebody that's, like, an artist, and you're doing things to, like, put on a show for other people, that's when you need to check yourself and be like, what the fuck? Like, am I, like, because when you do that, you're getting in the way of your goals and you're living for other people. And you might not be able to do what you originally want to do, like, as yes. an artist. And you can't grow yeah, as an artist also. It's not fair. It's not it's fair. Not. It's not fair to you. Like, you know, I used to work at a television um, station and one of the hosts, uh, her story was so interesting. So one day I just had to ask her about it because she went from, you know, she had like a, a business, an MBA, so a master's in business administration from brown university and then she was like a top advertising executive in chicago and then she did that into being a weather woman and i always wanted to know from as somebody who always desired to be on screen but was embarrassed because i worked with a bunch of people who made it seem like on-air talent was stupid like how did you make that move because people make you feel silly for wanting to be on air like the people on air aren't people like yeah. they weren't ever off air like they were born on air or something and she's and I, she said what I did the first thing I did was I took myself away from everyone so she went from Chicago to LA she said the next thing she did after that is not kept everybody out of her damn business she said it's nobody business why I'm changing or if, you know, this and other and like moving was definitely something that helped her. And I thought about that for a long time. I'm like, okay, well, if the people around me are making me feel like I can't do something or like I'm a faker, then why don't I just move? But obviously that's not like a privilege that everyone can get. So your next option is just to kind of have a conversation with yourself about who you're going to be. 
And, like, even Jessica Alba, like, she, you know, runs Honest, the Honest Company. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really have any, you know, prior knowledge of how to run a business or natural skincare. It's just kind of something she wanted to do and started. And she says she always feel like people are going to catch on to her, that she's not really that smart. Yeah. She's not really that creative. And she's constantly worried about it. And that lets me know that even at, the, at your very most successful you know, you're still going to be thinking to yourself, like, damn, people going to catch on to me. Because I love just... her company. And I love her. I, I, I really I'm do. so happy. Like, her doing this made me like her even more. Because as an actress, I just wasn't a fan. I always was a and... fan because strictly because she was pretty. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. She's just so gorgeous to me. And, um, but yeah, I'm happy that she did that. And that is, like, very powerful that she said that. Like, she said, like, even at her, like, you know, because I see her as, like, over six up. Like, she's just the height of success. Yes. And she still feels like that. And it's like, also, um, Cardi B has said something like, um, she said that, like, um, people think that, like, I don't, like, I always wanted to be a rapper. Like, um, I had to, I had to stop doing it because music don't, Pay the bills. Exactly. And so I had to do it. And I'm like, I'm feeling that. I'm I'm kind of feeling that way because, like, um, if you didn't, like, if people didn't know, like, I went to school for film and video. My concentration was in screenwriting. Um, and I was, like, in, when I was in college, like, I just, all I cared about was film and TV. Like, just so obsessed with it. And, like, then I graduated and, like, I thought that I was going to guarantee have a job in film and TV, but that didn't work out. So I had to start doing things that, like, wasn't necessarily tied to film and TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like some people feel like um, that I'm not interested in because it Because you're anymore. not talking about because it or I'm not doing ta- it right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like all of this stuff, I really feel like in my heart that like this is going to lead me to film because everybody's path isn't just like cut and dry like a b c like sometimes it's a z d like you know some people don't just have one passion exactly like i have a a multiple like passions like i love like doing like installation art stuff and like along with film and like i love like art direction and then like i'm also like you know i love makeup and like just like beauty stuff like that so it's just like i'm still interested in it but it's you know it doesn't pay the bills and also like i don't it doesn't pay the bills for now mm-hmm. one day it will but like right now it isn't and i just don't feel like you know keep on talking about it when i'm not really like you know making anything right now yeah um yeah i want to but it's just like i feel like confident in my plan mm-hmm. and like sometimes i do like feel like knocked down like seeing people you know that's um, natural yeah like seeing people like get stuff like before me or whatever or like you know i'm so still here natural. it's natural but i like honestly deep down like i really feel confident and like i just don't see how we are now like being a forever thing like no, there's no not. there's it no growth, way growth is inevitable when you work at it every day and i wake up every day thinking about what the fuck like how are we gonna prove this next step next yeah. step set a date move on because like i one thing i hate is being in the same place i was yesterday like yeah. with no movement especially if i don't know why i'm stagnant if i'm stagnant because i did not make a move i did not send an email i did not do a call like that drives me crazy and i get really angry and that reminds at me i got emails that i gotta send out yep <laughs> 
But, like, you know, a big thing with me is that, you know, like Cardi B was saying, like, just because she didn't talk about her or people didn't know it about her doesn't mean it didn't exist. If people don't know you want to be a photographer and all of a sudden you're a little bit, people think you're a little bit too old. Like, once you get 25, you can't just change your mind and want to do photography. You can't just want to be a designer. You can't. Yeah, some people can't. But if you believe in yourself and you know you're talented and this is something you always wanted to do, I think you should go after it. You don't owe anybody an explanation. And trust and believe after some time, they'll get used to the fact and best believe if you start making money and being successful they'll really hop on board then but like my problem was opposite from you like I have always wanted to do so many things that I felt like I was like my dad always tell me like this is the one lesson he's always tell me find your direction and go so in his mind because my dad is such a kind of like focused person you need to have one like focus. type a personality yeah. one focus and go at it if you want to be a model everything you should do should be live breathing smoking model if you want to be a carpenter everything you do should be live breathe smoking it like you need it to be the best you have to focus on it non-stop which is true but when you're like me and you kind of want to be an actress and a podcaster and a model and you want to own like a vegan bakery and you want to like you know have an ice cream shop and then you also want to be on a food network like you look at so many celebrities and so many different people the there is a way where all that can happen it just can't happen at one time and that's because it's a nigga that um <clears throat> speaking of food network is this guy who was in um he's an actor and he's like a host of um the uh, cupcake Exactly. It's just like... And nobody questions it. (laughs) All we're doing is just focusing on one goal at a time. And then when time is right, we move on to something else. If that feels new to other people, like, I just want to stress for, like, people don't feel embarrassed. Take that move. And don't be afraid to say it out loud. Like... I'm a fashion designer. Like, that sounds really, really uncomfortable to say I'm a fashion designer or I'm a model for the first time because then people are like, well, where's your work? It's like, bitch, I'm working on it. Like, get off my back. Like, can I... Every Naomi Campbell... I know it's hard to believe. Naomi Campbell wasn't born a superstar. Like, she had to be an awkward moment that was a transition from normalness to being who she is right now. And that transition is where you find your true true strength and that's where you find out who's really rocking with you. Yeah, Exactly. Yep. So that about ends it for this week. Um, we all are imposters. It's, <laughs> it's just so true. Like, every- gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're all imposters. I mean, everybody. And like, that's why I understand why Beyonce created Sasha Fierce because you have to kind of be a figure yeah. in order, you know, for t- to be confident as you want to be sometimes. All right, so now it's time for some shout-outs. Um, the first person we would like to give a shout-out to is Young Floor. Sabria, you said they had sent you some great comments? Yes, and said that they were listening to our podcast, like, I think over the weekend, and that they loved it. And I'm like, thank you so much for the support. We love it. I love it so much. I think he said he went back and just was, like, listening to everything. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So then um, I also want to give a shout-out to someone named Carlo. He actually follows me on Instagram. And he said that um, listening to us gets him through his work day. And, Lord, don't I understand it. Because, like, when I be at work, I be waiting for the Bodega Boys. I got a Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday schedule for the most part, like where I just need my podcast to get me through. I start getting pissed when people don't <laughs> upload, uh, upload, upload. That's why I um, 
that's why we try our best to never skip a week. We literally have only skipped when we were sick or someone's died. Like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and also, I would like to give a shout-out to my friend, Larry. Larry is fucking hilarious. His name is DJ Larry Lee on Instagram, and he's starting a podcast. So Yeah, shout-out to Larry for that. He's in a, it's in the works right now. He hasn't dropped anything officially yet, but I'm definitely going to give him another shout-out. And I just want to thank him for listening and for DJing my 25th birthday party because I was looking, looking at those old snaps and you really fucked it up like he did a really great job. Did. if you're in philly or new york and you need a dj please hit my boy up because he really gets it like he's someone who digest music when he fucking play heavy metal and reflective by Zay Bates, i said oh shit he fucking gets it yeah especially if you love like baltimore club music he yeah. like fucks it up so and he's just hilarious so dj larry lee and yeah anything coming up this week for you anything coming up just getting ready my birthday. Oh, shit, yes. yes. The next time this come on, you'll be another year. I'll be 26 on the next episode because my birthday is on Monday. Old-ass woman. Yes. Yay. That's, it's going to be fun, though. And then um, it's going to be a chill weekend. But then next weekend, we're going to New York for your birthday. Yes, you're going to New York, and we are going to see Flatbush Zombies. I am obsessed with them. I love them as artists. Of course, everybody knows that I have the biggest crush on Michi Darko. Um, but yeah, I just love them as artists. And there's people that like I see myself. I know. And like I'm never like related to I'm, I'm rappers fa- as much as I do them. I'm fanning out. Like I'm very happy you introduced me to them. Like I am fanning out. Like I love when you get introduced to a new artist and you become like super super obsessed with like dumb shit about them. Like you got. Oh my God, for real, you want to move on a farm eventually? (laughs) Oh shit, you want to be vegan too? Yes, I just love it. Oh my God, you exercise? I love that. And like, also... I'm obsessing with Chloe and Haley right now. They just really Oh yeah, I project. need to listen to their. I need you to listen to You are going music. to fucking love it. Oh my god. They are fairies on I, earth. They're yeah, I was about fairies. to say they remind me of fairies or like witchy vibes and I, I know, know. That I, I would like them. I need to listen to them. Oh my god, they just seem like they like Yes, and one of them had a which one had a birthday? Um Haley. It was Haley's birthday. Yes. She turned 18. I can't believe she's fucking 18. And Beyonce picked her. Beyonce picked them. Like and she hasn't picked anyone since. Imagine if Beyonce picked us. That'd be the end of it. I know. I was like, well, she might as well kill us. <laughs> at the end of the day. But yeah, so that that's it for this week's show. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Peace.